Hey, yo, welcome to 2023. This is my podcast, Culture and Media, with just Isha, and trust me, I have a lot to say. This is episode one, so I hope you stay tuned for more to come, and make sure you subscribe to all my platforms. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. Any social media that you could think of, most likely I'm active somewhere along there, so just make sure you subscribe, follow me, hit me up, let me know what topics y'all want to talk about, because I'm all for it, okay? This episode, I'm going to get into toxic relationships because there's been a lot going on in the news and it's too much going on. Like, why are we still doing dealing with toxic relationships? It's 2023. We're supposed to be leave that bullshit in the past. Like, that's, what, so 2010-ish with the whole Chris Brown, Rihanna? Like, let's leave that in the past. When I'm talking about toxic relationships, I'm talking about anything that disrupts your soul, anything that disrupts your life. Anything that disrupts your uh, peace, your sanity. I mean, who wants to deal with that? It's time to just worry about a bag, worry about your mental health, worry about your soul, and most importantly, like, worry about your bag, bro, because it's 2023, it's time to get it up. It's no time to be broke these days. Um, With all the healthy relationships out there, I'm just wondering why are we still dealing with toxic relationships? What is the point? Because it's something trendy. Y'all think it's cute? Not me. Let me tell you something. There's too many healthy relationships out there. My new favorite one is um, Yo Gotti and Angela. Angela Simmons. Like, I love the way that they're <clears throat> like committing to each other. As you guys know, Gotti has been in love with Angela or obsessing over Angela for a while now. For years. And he finally got what he wanted. He's like, you know what? I'm going to show her. Like, I'm going to treat her right. This is what I wanted. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to treat her right like a woman should be treated. That's how a man should treat a woman, just like a woman should treat a man. Like, the man. Um, another healthy relationship, I would say, is, well, from the outside looking in, uh, Gucci and Keisha Kior. She held him down throughout jail, made him his money. They have beautiful kids together. They seem happy. I mean, they promote each other on their social media pages, but... It's just social media. Who knows what goes on behind closed doors? I just hope it's healthy because I like them also as a couple. Um, we also have uh, who else would I say is in a healthy relationship? Oh, Steve Harvey and Marjorie Harvey, love them. You have Omar and Keisha Epps, love them. I also like J- uh, Doug and Jackie Christie. They get married every single year just to show that their love for each other is real. Like I love that. Like that's real love right there, and you can tell. That their love is genuine. <clears throat> you got Boris Kojo and Nick Nicole Ari Parker. They've been together for I don't know how long. But their love seemed real and genuine. Then, of course, you got Barack and Michelle Obama. So, my question is, with all these healthy relationships out there, why do we keep drawing ourselves to toxic relationships? This is not only for women, this is also for men. Men, why do y'all like toxic relationships? Why do y'all like these crazy women? Why do y'all like these women that are giving y'all hell? men what's up now for the women why y'all no not y'all because i also am included in that why do we constantly want the bad boys instead of the boys that are good no that's the problem they're boys instead of the men that are good for us the men who we know will provide and take care and be there not even to provide and take care because we can get our own but to be there so you can feel safe 
Who wants to argue every day? Who wants to fight every day? Who wants somebody who's insecure? Nobody wants that at all. When I'm talking about unhealthy and toxic, I'm talking about like Krishan Rock and Blueface. That's just beyond toxic. Like, that's just unexplainable. Like, that's just dysfunctional. Like, five levels past dysfunctional. Like, there's not even a level for that. I don't even know what to call that. Dysfunctional. Then lately, you have in the news, uh, Javante and his girlfriend. Um, I forgot her name. But you, you remember the video of her? I think it was her, or it might have been Ari at the time. There was a video circulating on, on, uh, on the social media. Uh, Javante at a basketball game, picking up this woman by a neck. I, I don't know what the issue was, but he picked up a woman by her neck and dragged her out of the court. Like, oh, after that, <clears throat> it'd have been time to go. It would have been time to go after that. Another toxic relationship is Courtney and Scott Disick. Thank goodness she moved along. You could tell they were just together just because they were comfortable with each other. That's how some people get stuck in toxic relationships because they're comfortable with each other. Forget all that comfortableness. Like, if it's not good for you and you're not feeling that vibe, time to go. Courtney's sister, Kim, Kim and Kanye. We already know what's going on, like, it's just crazy between them two. They love each other, or maybe it's just for publicity. Maybe it's just a business thing. But you can tell Kanye is like really obsessed with her, really in love with her. Kim, maybe not so much, but they have a love hate relationship that works out for both of them. But then one paints the other one as crazy and toxic, but they have to work together in order for them to co parent and run their joint businesses together. So <clears throat> that's just something that me personally, I wouldn't want to deal with. I just rather separate myself. So I'm being cautious of who I have kids with and all that toxic sex, uh, shit is just not for me. This must be a Kardashian curse as they call it. I don't think it's a curse because I love some Chloe. Courtney and Kim's sister Chloe. Now it's another toxic relationship thing. Her and Tristan. Now you know her past with Lamar Odom. And what he put her through and the cheating and the drugs and everything like that. And she stuck by him. And I believe Chloe is like so genuinely searching for love or so in love. Like when she's in love, she's in love and she's in love deep. <clears throat> and she just keeps getting hurt by these guys. Not just love some Chloe. Tristan pretty much, I don't want to keep cursing, but Tristan pretty much shitted on this girl throughout their relationship. Like I don't even think it's like real love on his part. Her part, I believe is like true love. Like, Chloe loves love. And out of it, they created a beautiful daughter and now a beautiful son. But that toxicness just got to go. It's just not good for your soul. It's just not good for your life. It just makes you miserable every day. So, again, my question is, why do we stay in toxic situations when we know it's not good for us? Why? See, I bring this topic up because I'm dealing with a toxic relationship. Well, okay, I'm ending a toxic relationship. We're currently in the process of ending a toxic relationship, right? Like, you just realize, like, certain things are just not for you. Once you realize that person's not for you, it's time to go. And when they start bringing stress and unnecessary drama and the bullshit to you, and you become unhappy and distressed every single day, it's time to go. Like, why do we stay for these things? Why do we do these things? But then I realize, like,
I stayed and I dealt with, I dealt with it out of love at first. Like I love, when I love, I love, and I love hard. Like I'm there for you. Like I'll cater to you. I'll do anything for you. I'll hold you down at all. As long as you're loyal to me and you treat me with respect. Out of everything, you respect me. You understand? You respect me. That's what I require. So, um, I dealt with my toxic relationship again, like I said, out of love. And then next thing you know, you know, after I started noticing the bullshit, I dealt with it out of guilt. Like if I leave this person, this person's going to be really like messed up because they're already screwed up in the head to even be putting me in a toxic relationship. But if I leave, they're really going to be like messed up. Then they throw a guilt trip on you. Or if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Or why would you do this? You don't love me. You never love me. You know, you fall into that. So then you start feeling like, okay, you know, I'm going to give this another try. Then out of that, you fall into the whole pity stage. And it's just like a never-ending cycle. It's like a never-ending cycle. Uh, that whole manipulation thing, that manipulation's a motherfucker, I could tell you. Because they can manipulate your brain. And it's not just men. Women, too. Women are good for that as well. So it's not just the men. I'm not coming down on just the men. Um, but that whole pity thing. And then it goes right back to love. And then guilt. And then the manipulation process. And then, you know, you're like feeling guilty all over again. So it's, it's like the cycle just continues. And you're just noticing years are passing you by. And you're still dealing with this same motherfucker who keep putting you through the same shit and you're not getting nowhere but just misery. You're just miserable every single day. That was me. This, what I realized is like also a form of um, domestic abuse. That mental abuse, bro. That mental abuse can break you down. That mental abuse can break you down. You know, it's a good thing that I'm strong. Like, I'm strong mentally. There's not much you can say that's going to break me down at all. There's things that you can say that's going to piss me off and make me want to hurt you. But before I get to that level, I just rather just distance myself, which is what I realized I had to do in this relationship. And this all stems from insecure men, insecure men, oh, and women, a lot of insecure women as well. A lot of insecure women. It's not just men out there who are creating these toxic relationships because y'all women, woo. I've seen some women who are toxic. Like, hey, like I'll say Christian Rock, toxic as fuck, you know? But why do we do this to ourselves? We have to get better. We have to get better. As men and as women, we got to get better and do better for ourselves. You got to leave that toxic stuff back in 2022. It's 2023, people. Like, it's more to life than worrying about a relationship. Get yourself on track. Get that money. There's plenty of opportunities to make money out there through social media, any wherever you work. Just get that money, bro. Just focus on you. All that love stuff and the people who are made for you are going to come for you. Look what happened to God. He got he manifested Angela. And look at them. They happy as fuck right now. Well, they actually appear happy as hell right now. And they look good together. So just wait for your turn. Wait for your chance at love. Love is going to find you. Just get yourself together. You got to love yourself first and love yourself enough not to put yourself through certain bullshit. So it's officially 2023. Happy New Year. So the last three years gave us, well, most of us hell. Like from COVID to everything going up in prices people losing their jobs people not this whole vaccine thing i'm so glad that's mostly over with now um but what we're about to do is flip the universe and bring back big positive energy 
We're going to bring that positive energy our way. I'm talking about taking trips, getting new cars, new cribs, new bags, new relationships, as in networking, friendships, building or repairing uh, relationships with your people, your family, your friends. Pretty much we're getting to that bag this year. There's enough money and life for each of us to do our thing. End of story. Myself, I'm working on a bag and securing my brand. Most of y'all know me as one of the official MySpace girls. Like, I had about a hundred-something thousand followers. Y'all also knew me from my controversial Twitter. I always posted questions and always had, like, good energy on there. Some of y'all know me from YouTube. I used to make YouTube videos and tutorials, and I just stopped. I don't know why I just stopped. I just, it seemed like it was getting too much for me. And I just calmed down and started living like a normal life. Um, I know a lot of people in the entertainment industry. I have connects. I never use those connects. Why would I use connects when, you know, I could build myself? I don't want nobody else or no one to be like, oh, I helped her. I put her on. No, no, you, you really didn't. I put myself on. Anyway. I blogged. Um, I had a successful blog. It was called Isha Speak back then. I used to interview unsigned artists and submit them to where I used to work for um, UMG Music Group back in New York. I did a lot of things. My point is, if you have a passion or a gift, don't let it go to waste. Get up and do something. Use your gift. Use your craft. Make something work for you. Make something happen. So you get that bag. I listen to a lot of podcasts too, and each one adds up or each one adds value to my life. I don't listen to nothing that's like bullshit or something that's just going to be a waste of my time. Sometimes I do listen to things that are funny or whatever, but mostly if it's funny, then it's something that's positive. Like um, one of my favorites is Drink Champs. I learn a lot from Drink Champs, especially the episodes with Shaq. He gives a lot of uh, business etiquette and business marketing tools he tells you about his books that he reads the episode with nick cannon very um inspirational as well on drink champs and i mean what are we doing here what are we what are we on this earth to do sit here and waste time and talk about each other through online come on there's more to that if you're going to be online make money from offline Another podcast I listen to is, uh, oh, I love Hot Boy Turk's podcast. Now, Hot Boy Turk is from there, a group with Cash Money, the Hot Boys. His podcasts are always, every single one of them adds value. Every single one of them talks about something. Every single one of them puts you on to a new hustle or motivates you to go out there and want to do something. Another podcast I listen to is Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson and Matt Barnes is on there as well. Another one I love is Richard Unemployed. Put you on the game. Let you know what's going on, how to get that money. 85 South, I listen to it with Carlos Miller. I love Jack Thriller. Oh, my God, this guy is so funny. He's funny. So I love hearing his story of how he got put on. It was put on by accident, but he was just being him, and he just got put on. I love his podcast, Jack Thriller City. Um, Delhi Wrap Up Crew, I listen to them as well. And a new one I just started following is Earn Your Leisure. You definitely need to follow that one. Earn Your Leisure. Definitely need to follow that podcast right there.
So yeah, this is the first episode of Culture in the Media with just Isha. I'm going to wrap this up and leave y'all with some food for thought. Now, the energy you put out there in the world is going to come back to you. Make sure that energy is good energy. Make sure it's positive energy. Make sure you're putting out something that's going to give back to you good. That's going to benefit you. Don't bring that negative bullshit out there. Because it's going to come back to you one way or another. So, with that, until next time, I'll see you guys later.